Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered from your LB1 year taxes. We are back once again on a Tuesday night. Um, we are going to just discuss basically what's going on in the NFL this week. Uh, a lot of a lot of injury news to get to. A lot of things going on in the NFL. Um, and, and real quick, let me bring your attention uh, to the newest addition to my office here. Because uh, it will be used as a real office for the next foreseeable future. Uh, Daryl, did you get to check out my message that I left for you back there? I see. Welcome to IDP Nation, and then I can't read the rest. Looks like looks like a hashtag. Yeah, but I can't read it. There's uh, a glare. I can't see it. Oh, it says hashtag Tannehill Tuesdays. See that glare? That's a sign. <laughs> that's a sign. Uh, but yes. And the show's over, folks. Way to go, Dan. Yes. You've officially set the record. Did you see uh, Woody Page actually responded to me when I, uh, when I said I needed some help with uh, getting something on the, on the whiteboard behind me? No, I didn't. What did it's, he say? He just said sure. But, you know, it's kind of cool for him to just take time to, to respond, you know. Cool. Since this is cool. kind of, you know, it's not for the purposes of trolling you although i will use it to do that consistently of course you will why uh, wouldn't you well, it's there right uh but yeah, yeah. i'm going to be using it to teach and you know then i'll have some other stuff some stuff will probably be hanging on the door over there i gotta transform my office into a little mini classroom uh in the next week or so <laughs> so it'll be interesting uh, I went to school today and got a bunch of my stuff I got my stapler you know, tape, basic office stuff do you and know I went, how to use that stuff? I went to the store and, and got myself some pens because I love pens pens are one of my favorite things about I that school look shopping. at this let, let, let me show you here I don't know if you can see that look, yeah, all colors lift it up a little bit oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is. I got uh, all kinds of colors. This is a twenty-two I'm, I'm a set. Twenty-two set of all different colors. Um, <laughs> so yeah, th those are not going to be True that useful. That's not going to be useful for grading papers because everything's going to be on the computer. But yeah. true fact here, I, I have a weakness for office supplies. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I love shopping for back to school. It's, it's fun. <laughs> You're like, ooh, let me look at that. And I went in my classroom like, and I got some post-it notes. That are like, oh, yeah. They're, they're like not only post-it notes, but they're like index card length. So, you know, I'm just going to have all kinds of stuff just going on. Got my hair cut. You know, it was, it was a good good day today. Good productive yeah, day. I yeah, got, I, I got mine. I got mine cut, too. Yeah. I got FBI fingerprinted, so they can see if I committed any crimes recently. Oh, let me fill them in on the crimes you've committed. 
Besides At least three a show. Besides touting Ryan Tannehill, what what have I done to you? They should lock you away just for that, for life, yeah. and segregation down in the hole, <laughs> bread and water only. Anyways, but we are no, going to no, talk. No conjugal visits for you. <laughs> I don't think you do those anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to uh, prison, so couldn't tell you what the rules Me of neither. prison are. Um, but yes, a um, couple things right off the bat. Thank you to myfantasyleague.com for sponsoring the IDP Guys Invitational and our yes. Listener League. Uh, they have been awesome. Uh, those drafts are mostly wrapped up. I think they're all wrapped up, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yep. And you are on the clock in your own eliminator. You have back-to-backs because yep. somehow you rigged it to get the first pick. I don't know how you did it, considering yeah. I considering I'm the commissioner. I would definitely yeah. not rig it for you to get the first pick. That's for sure. Yeah, I rigged it. Yeah, we'll go with that. You, but yeah, you got that in in my fantasy league, man. You were you were just like whenever you see this email, it gets the first pick. Yep. That's right. So, and Dave, by the way, they're hosting our eliminators as well. So. Yes, they are, absolutely. So, okay, we're in the, what, 12th round here. 12 and 13, I believe. Yeah. We're picking the so, back-to-back. Okay. Well, I'm double-checking all mine to make sure I'm not on the clock and holding everybody up, because uh, that's happened a couple times where I've been like, oh, crap, I'm on the clock. And, uh, you know, been, been the yeah, guy. Yeah, if I'm up and dinguses, let me know. Nah, uh, who is somebody I just, I just messaged them. Uh, but it is important if you are in one of these to uh, pre-draft and make sure you're around to make your pick just because um, we're, we're getting down to crunch time. We are. I mean, in, in two weeks and two days, it's we're going to have football. Oh, I can't wait. Don't, don't tease me like that. I can't wait. So two weeks and two days. Uh, pending any uh, pandemic-related nonsense... Uh, we will be on the clock. Tui tui, throw that away. What's that? I said tui tui, throw that away. Don't don't be bringing that bad juju in here. Oh, is that a southern thing? It might be. I was gonna say I've never heard that before in my life. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So we get the Chiefs so- and the Texans. So next week, um, I think next week we're gonna do our prediction show. Because that'll be two, okay. about a week and a half out. It'll give us some time to go over the predictions and then get you ready for week one. Um, I guess we want to hear what you guys want during the season because um, right. you know, we, we've done it a couple different ways in the past few seasons. You know, the one season we spent, you know, analyzing the week before, going over uh, previewing. Uh, um, you know, that's how we did the one is previewing the the future week including making picks which was uh kind of pain in the neck to make picks but um you know maybe we could do that an easier way um whether you want us to i mean start sit is i don't know for me i don't really do start sit i do i start my studs and if somebody's hurt i I make arrangements to fill it in so i don't know that's not really useful for me. Um, but let us know what you want um, out of your in-season shows just because, you know, we don't want to 
put out a show just to for have everybody not get what they want out of it. Uh, would you like us to look backwards at the week that happened and who stood out or look ahead? I mean, we are going to record mainly on Tuesdays uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, we have Friday, the Friday show, the IDP Lounge. Uh, that, I mean, that's after the Thursday games, but again, right there, smack ready in the weekend to get you ready. Um, so let us know what you want to hear because we do want to do that. Um, we also have to figure out when we're taping the college show because uh, the Debbie, IBD, I, Debbie IDP grind will be continuing because uh, some teams are playing college. No. And we will be hitting that up as well. Uh, it's not going to be on Sunday nights, though. I'm telling you that right now because I'm watching <laughs> football. No, it won't be on Sundays. Maybe we'll we'll figure out what night we're going to do that on. But uh, I know you were angry about Saturdays, because but I mean that'd be a great time to do it because we'd be watching. I mean, we can football. do it. I, I, hey, I'm all in for doing it Saturdays. But just know if there's games on when we're recording, you're going to have to put up with me screaming. No, I don't care. All right, you said that now. Everybody, the whole world just heard you. I don't care, so I don't want to hear you holler. Hey, man, Tony. Dan. Well, I don't. I don't want you to be like sloshed. Like you've been drinking since noon, and I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why you continuously put me in a bad betrayal. I just tell the truth. That's all. Sure you do, asshole. Okay, kind of slim pickings here. I'm gonna take a shot here because I've heard some good news. Well, better news. So at twelve seventeen in the eliminator, I'm gonna take Mac Wilson. So you're, you're banking on him coming back in a few weeks. Yeah, I've heard. We'll get to it in a minute. Okay. Uh, I mean, he, I know it's, it's not like a... he's my starter. I've got one, yeah, two, three, four. He's my oh, he's my sixth linebacker. So with that, I'm I'm happy. So yeah, I know it's not. I know he doesn't have like a death sentence where he's done for the year. So I mean, right. I get it, but and he's then not somebody I'm taking in a here. best ball necessarily. Somebody I really wanted here, I was actually going to do it to tick you off, but apparently somebody's already beat me to it. Who's that? I was going to take a cornerback here, and my guy is gone. Byron so he's already gone? Yeah, I'm looking. Arizona, yeah, he's I think, gone. I think somebody uh, grabbed him a little bit. Yeah, they done grabbed him. He's gone. So... With that instance, I'm going to take our old buddy Desmond King here for the Chargers Desmond at 13-1. King. Yeah, I guess I got to take a couple of those guys. Yeah, it's my first corner, so I think I'm building a fairly rounded team. So, yeah, Mac Wilson, 12-17, my sixth linebacker. Then Desmond King, 13-1, that'll be my first corner. So, I'm happy with that. I'll take that. And... I don't know who's on the clock for you. Let's see. See, some of these guys have such huge logos that I can't even see my roster when I click on this stuff. Well, I don't know who Franchise 2 is. Maybe you know. I don't know either. No, I don't. Because Franchise 2 I don't know who that is. is Chris Yatik, my buddy Chris. Uh, okay, I'm if you want to hit him up, he's on the clock. So. I'll hit him. 
we got some pre-drafts. We might be able to make, make some miles. I love the p- fact that some people have, have decided to troll you in this league. There's two different guys. Uh, I see that. Hollywood Lines and Hollywood Miles. Although they forgot the D on and, Hollywood. And, and there's another one. Holly, what the hell is IDP? Holy Holly, what the hell is Yes, I love I love the fact that I did not even ask them to troll you, and they did anyway. That's um, Mark. Hey, I take that as a compliment. Mark, Mark, and Mark. The three Marks in the <laughs> league are uh, Hi, my name's the Hollywood. My name's Mark. This is my brother Mark and my other brother Mark. Basically, basically, basically. Uh, but yeah, I, I like my team, and I mean for IDP only. Um, I'm looking at. Hey, did you just change your logo, or did somebody else do that? I changed it the other day. Got a Hollywood. Sign. Yeah, I didn't. Ha- I didn't have one up there, so I figured, you know, why not? So, so defensive tackle, I have Tyrone Crawford. Uh, that's it so far. A defensive oh. end, I have Mario Addison, uh, D Ford, Dante Fowler, and Chase Winovich. Mm, nice. At linebacker, I have Blake Martinez, Zadarius Smith, Sion Takitaki, and Minka or not, uh, and TJ Edwards. And then at safety, I have Minka Fitzpatrick. I was uh, starting to say Landon Collins and Devin McCourty. Cool. So uh, it's not a bad team. I like. Yeah. I um, mean, it's it's not. Again, with 17 teams, it's hard to really find uh, Yeah, it does. A, a good all-around team. You kind of have to you – know, so I grabbed my guys that I liked in um, in the early rounds at safety and, and defensive end and linebacker. Yeah, and, so at D-tackle, I've got uh, Devon Godshaw and, and Dominican Sue. Uh, at defensive end, of course, I've got the one one of all IDPs, Daniil Hunter. That happened. Oh, yeah. You took and him then first. Got, yes, I did. And I've got uh, Cleline Farrell as my other end. I need to get some backups there. Good uh, luck. There's slim pickings there, man. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of let it get took, away from me. I think I took Addison in the last round. Yeah. Um, and then at linebacker, I've got Cunningham, Devin White, Rashawn Evans, Nick Kwiatkowski, Dre Greenlaw, and then y'all just heard me take uh, Mac Wilson, so I'm not really hurting there if he doesn't come back. Good flyer pick. Um, safety, I've got our boy Jesse Bates, Eddie Jackson, and then uh, y'all just heard me take my first corner, uh, Desmond King. So I think I need to look at defensive end and probably safety next on my next two. So, But I like what I've got. It's a it's, uh, it's a pretty good team. I'm pretty stacked, especially at linebacker. Um, yeah. We got about uh, 28 rounds to go. Yeah. So, so uh, as our uh, buddy Julie said, we need to pick up. up the pace. <laughs> yes. Yeah, somebody actually emailed me today. He's not on Twitter, so he's not in our Twitter chat. Uh, asked me today, uh-huh. he's like, it's not looking too good. And I'm like, well, I already dropped the clock to four hours. I said, if need be, I will reassess over the weekend. Um, yeah. I mean, even if at the weekend we still have nine solid days. I mean, if we do our, I mean, we have 28 rounds. If we do two rounds a day, I think we'd be okay. Yeah, we're almost to the halfway point, so I think we'll get there. I think we got some people pre-drafting, it looks like, so that's a good thing. So if y'all are listening, 
And you should be. You should be if you're in this, you probably. Sh you should be. Let's get those picks in. At this point, pre-draft. And I, I dropped this bit of knowledge in some in another um, in another group. Um, and basically, you know, at this once you get past your top, you know, your top ten guys, just pick a position, load it up with like ten guys, and you know, hope it goes through. You know, it's, I, I get the pre-draft because I'm kind, I kind of wait too, but I kind of wait until there's like four or five picks in front of me, and then I'll go in because sometimes when there's ten, fifteen. 12 picks you know it's kind of hard so i kind of get that but just check in and when there's four or five picks in front of you go ahead and load your queue up and and we'll get this thing knocked out so yeah i think that's the big thing it, i don't i'm not a big fan of pre-drafting like whole rounds like ahead because you don't know what's going to happen in front of you right I mean, and you, honestly you could honestly, have Jadavian Clowney signed tomorrow with the team true. and you really want to pick him up i mean a lot of people are just taking him regardless um, right but honestly, it's not going to matter because I'm killing everybody in this league anyway, oh, so I Jesus. don't even know why we bother. Yes. Show up, show up in drafts so you can beat Daryl. That's, that's what we're all trying to do. Um, yeah, it's funny. Um, I, I have a lot of drafts are wrapping up. Um, I have a 32-teamer that we started. God, I think it was in July that's still going on. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Dingus is eliminator. That's sixty rounds. Um, we we got a quite a bit to go there. Where am I? I ain't up, Emma. Uh, no, you're not. Pigskin <laughs> bulls is up. But by the time he hears this, it will be a moot point. But you well, are within that. You are within that. You know, five or six. Uh, okay. Within five or six picks, I'll, so you can go ahead and, and I'll pre-draft. Yeah, I'll go load my queue here. That way, I won't. Us uh, but yeah that one is the one i'm probably most scared of and i think it's just gonna have to go right down to the wire and i might have to like shrink the clock to like an yeah, hour we got a long way to go in it yeah, that one We're might... only a third of the way i mean the idp only i think is only 30 is it 30 deep yeah yeah Dingus is a 60. so we're almost halfway Dingus is a 60 we're in round 20 so yeah, I mean, we're a third of the way. <laughs> we're a third of the way done. We're in round twenty-one. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna need to drop that clock maybe by Thursday. Clock right now. Two hours. What's that? Is uh, it a four-hour clock right now? It's at a four-hour clock right now. Okay. I'm thinking it might need to drop to two. We'll, we'll take a look at it in a couple days. Uh, meanwhile, the, the rest of them are the rest of them are in decent shape. I mean, um, Jordan's Fifty Shades of Drunk IDP one two three one. We're in round thirty of forty five. Um, that one's moving. It gets in spurts. And I think part of the issue, and it's not really an issue, it's just the timing. Um, we we are we are international. We have a lot of different people in a lot of different time zones and. Um, it's hard to draft when you have so many people in different time zones. Um, trips, we are prestige worldwide. Prestige we worldwide. Uh, trips were in round 33 <laughs> of 50, so I, I have faith that that one will be fine. Um, and then 
my single Q or Dynasty Madman single QB. That only has like three rounds left, so that one's that one's good to go. Um, one of them is wrapped, and the IDP Invitational, I believe, has wrapped. I think all of them have wrapped at this point. I don't, awesome. I don't want to say that out loud. Um, you can still donate if you have not. Yeah, all of the drafts have wrapped, um, so the draft is over. You can set your lineups. Uh, I've yet to do that, uh, but I get to set my lineup of uh, Drew Locke, or I'm sorry, uh, probably Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson, Todd Gurley, Mark Ingram. Um, okay. Should be a pretty good lineup. I won't go through Ooh, the whole thing. We already went through our stuff. But you know what today was? Taco Tuesday? Well, yes, it was Taco Tuesday. I had chicken tacos for dinner, so that was good. Fish uh, tacos. They are the bomb. I don't eat anything from the sea, so. Well, good God almighty. What, you're protesting against mermaids or something? Uh, no, I eat chicken and I, I eat pigs, cows, and chickens is what I eat. Fish is so good for you. It has a lot of omega-3. It's very, very good and healthy for you. I, I take a supplement that has that stuff in it. So. Yeah, you know what? Supplement that. I hate you. Anyways. Um, but no, is the uh, early release for Madden today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I got that today. Me, me and my son played it a little bit. Um, Betty was excited. He's back to playing Fortnite or something, so. Uh, <laughs> but, uh. Oh, that was great. Just the tone you said that in it told me all I needed uh, to know. <laughs> I'm so sick of Fortnite. But anyway, uh, I, I played some Madden uh, today. I played a couple of the modes. The yard mode is kind of like, uh, I know some people have already compared it to, like, the NBA Street game they okay. had. It's basically just six on six. You chuck the ball up. You have three possessions apiece, to, and you, you just try to beat the other team. It's it's kind of like you know how you draw right. it up on the on the playground, you know. A little bit more uh, arcade like, you know. But it was fun. Uh, I played some some ultimate team. I started a franchise. I didn't get much into anything, but I I did you know some practices and stuff and. Um, uh, right. You know, it's kind of a running joke that they just update the rosters. You know, it's a $60 roster upgrade update, which, right. is, which is kind of true. But um, they are going to release some stuff throughout the year, I believe they were saying, um, as up upgrades and stuff to it, which is nice. Um, there are just some things that I wish, you know, it had and, and – you know, I wish they'd just make a college game. I mean, they have, they have, you know, you can start your, your career in high school and work your way up. I haven't dove into that yet. Oh, that's cool. Um, but, you know, it's limited teams. You can be on, like, eight college teams. They just need to bring back NCAA. Now, what are you playing this on? What's that? What platform? What platform are you playing on? Uh, PlayStation. Three? Nah, man, I got a four. Yeah, see, I'm behind. I, I got to get me a four. The college game is That's, on the three that I have. Because I, I right. downloaded it because my my PlayStation 3 stopped playing discs. 
So, oh, really? Yeah. So I Shoot, just, I've had mine forever, and it's still hammering it out, man. I wear the thing out. Uh, I just downloaded. Um, I just downloaded a couple games I liked and played those. So I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. I, had a, I had a four anyway, but you can't get the college game on the four. So in order to do that, but okay, gotcha. But anyway, um, we've already been talking for like a half hour on this. Yeah. And I uh, haven't really Time even tackled any IDP stuff yet. Um, so I know this time of year, it, it's it's really nothing very uh, good. Yeah, we've got so, uh, <laughs> hit us with we've it. We've got so, plenty of it. Yeah, and that's, that's this is kind of going to be what we take a look at here this week is, is the injury roundup that we have to talk about and who to get who who's the guy who's the next man up is basically yeah. And some of it's some of it's kind of bad. Some of it's kind of not. It's just uh, you know anytime you have big stars that have any kind of injury, it's just kind of worth noting. So. You know, we want to keep you informed and maybe uh, give you some options and who not to watch for. So uh, we'll get started here because he always threatens that they're going to be knocking at my door. Uh, <laughs> Nick Bosa is week to week. Uh, <laughs> so I don't, not sure how he's go- how much time he's going to miss. They said week to week. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's anything super serious, but. You know, strains a strain, so I, I'm sure they're going to give him just a little bit of time off to get healed up. So uh, just keep aware of, of that he does have an injury, and right now he's just week to week. It's it's just boggles my mind. San Francisco has had the most injuries this year. Everybody's gotten injured. I mean, their entire oh, I don't know about that. Their entire receiver well, room has been injured this year, except for who Kendrick Bourne. Well, yeah. He's the only one's gotten out. Yeah, but if you look at defense and we're, yeah, on defense though, there's one team that we're about here in a minute that's had a lot more issues than them. So I think they're just cursed as a franchise. Um, up honest, next is but... true, very true, very true. Um, next we have uh, oh this this pains me to say this. Vikings defensive engineer, and I did not hear this till today, has missed nine straight practices with a minor tweak. We don't know where this tweak is or what it is. Um, they don't seem too concerned with it. You know, they're kind of keeping it close to the vest as to what it is and or whatever. But uh, he has missed some over a week now, so that's something to look at. Uh, but I think they'll rest him up and get ready for the start of the season. Yeah, it's never good. I mean, it's there are veteran rest days, and then there's guys that might miss some time in the regular season. I don't Rough. think, and this is just me speculating, I don't think it's anything to panic about yet. Even if he misses the first week, I don't think it's anything to panic about. I don't either. Um, but... And they said a minor tweak, so it could just be something that he's just kind of felt and mentioned, and they're like, whoa, 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 we need you, big guy. We're going to shut you down for 
and get you ready for the start of the season. So you kind of got to sift through this and see what's major and impactful and what's more just kind of cautionary, precautionary, whatever you want to call it. So, Yeah. Um, and anytime you miss time in practice and it's not just a day here, a day there, uh, it's a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then up next, I'm going to hit uh, a group here. Uh, you were talking about how injury-stricken the 49ers was, and as a team, they may be one of the worst, but this team right here, the Cleveland Browns, has had one of the worst weeks as far as their IDPs as you can, as I can remember any team. Uh, Greedy Williams is out shoulder injury. They're not sure how much time he'll miss. Um, you know, he missed with a shoulder injury and something else last year. Uh, they just lost um, their super rookie, Grant Delpit, is out for the season with a torn ACL. Uh, uh, so we just Achilles. mentioned a minute ago wait, with wait, my wait, draft wait, pick. Wait, wait. It was an Achilles. Oh, uh, yeah. ACL. Yeah, Achilles, sorry. That's a, um, that's a bigger and then we just mentioned with ACL. My... Yeah. And then we mentioned my guy, Mac Wilson, that I just drafted. He's out with a knee injury. It kind of looked more severe at the time than it is. But reports are that it looks like he could possibly avoid surgery. And if that's the case, then they kind of expect him back pretty soon. So, uh, well, not soon, but sooner. So you, you lost your starting corner. You lost a superstar rookie safety. And you lost your... Uh, starting linebacker that's a pretty big blow for yeah. them uh they got to fill these holes somewhere so i you know when multiple injuries strike that quick and that close together i think you really got to dig into that roster and see who's doing what and where and that's where you can find some good gems i believe well i think most people have already asked and i think we talked about it on friday um about who to get for Mac Wilson. Uh, Taki Taki, I think, was the guy to get. Um, maybe even before Mac Wilson went down, because uh, Taki Taki, from all indications, will be the middle linebacker and probably calling the plays at this point. Um, right. Jacob Phillips. And I like Jacob Phillips, too. I think he's got a pretty, yeah. Yeah, Jacob Sorry. Phillips is probably yeah. going to be the other guy. Uh, they did sign Malcolm Smith this past week, uh, veteran presence. Um, Yep. Whether or not he gets to play or not, I mean, he might fill in for Wilson. I mean, it's looking yeah. – there are some players here. Not, not any players I'm really a big fan of. B.J. Goodson I was never a fan of. Tay Davis, I mean, they're two giant cast-offs, basically. And neither one of them are that good. Right. Um, they did uh, – and you might and get to this And if you're in super duper little... – I'll say you might get to this a little oh, later, but they ahead, picked up Curtis Weaver off of waivers. Um they waived him on yes. an injury designation. So is he? Is Miami just yeah, he's trying got a foot to foot injury? So was Miami just trying to stash him, or like what's the deal there? Like, well, I, I, he had a foot injury. It's why they kind of let him go. Only had five padded practices, from what I've seen. So they let him go. Now I don't know if they thought he would clear waivers with that injury. Nobody would take a chance on him and they would be able to get him back. I don't know if that's their mindset or thinking, but Cleveland said, you know what? We'll roll the dice on this. And they picked him up. So 
for them, that's a super good get because Olivier Vernon, you know, he's not got a whole lot longer left. So you, you're going to need somebody to groom across from Miles Garrett. I like it. I mean, you pick him up, you stash him on your injury uh, squiver, and maybe they let him sit the entire year and just watch and learn and groom. Uh, but I don't, I, get, I don't like, get why it's, Miami. It's not really costing them nothing. I don't get why a Miami couldn't just do that. Like, I don't know. Maybe these, I mean, See, maybe I just either. me that not understanding – how that works because I don't know. He's probably not going to practice. Honestly, I don't know. I was, I was shocked. They let him go. I was like, Oh wow. Uh, And from what I, the nugget I read is he had a foot injury and he had only practiced five times in pads. They decided to let him go. And I don't know if it, I don't know how the money situation, if you let somebody go and they clear waivers and you bring them back, I don't know how that works or if it, even if it changes, but I'm thinking they just thought nobody would pick them up, and uh, maybe Cleveland said, "You know what? We'll roll the dice on this." I mean, it, it's kind of int- it's just kind of interesting because it, it seems like it, it's other teams do this stuff, and it just kind of is expected. Um, it's just kind of expected that they are going to end up on the team if they're injury designated waivers, but. I guess this is a case. Right. Maybe it's a different circumstance. That's maybe what I'm not understanding. Maybe. I, I'm not real sure. Like I said, I was kind of shocked that Miami dropped him because they spent a, a draft pick on him. Usually you don't, even if it's a late-round pick, you kind of give them the benefit of the doubt, especially if they're super talented. You know, you can kind of stash them on IR or whatever. But yeah, I, I'm like you. I'm not real sure. But Cleveland did pick him up, and I think – Getting him off of waivers, that's huge for them. I mean, they don't have anything really invested in him, so. Yeah, I mean, the one thing, and going back to Delpit, the one good thing in the secondary is uh, they did have a deep secondary group as far as players. Um, on the outside at corner, they had Terrence Mitchell. Uh, he should step right. up in a greedy spot and, and probably fill in there. They also have Kevin Johnson um, and... Who else did they have? Um, MJ Stewart from Tampa. I mean, they got some guys that are veterans in the league. They're not great. They're, you know, um, but they're Phillips. At safety, I mean, second-year player Sheldrick Redwine, I think, should start, but they might go with Sandejo, uh, the vet. And Carl Joseph, that just solidifies his in-the-box safety role. Um, cause I right. think, I think Delpit might have split some time in the box cause he's kind of a do it all safety. Right and now with him not there, I think Carl Joseph is definitely going to be the in the box guy. And I just traded for one of my leagues too, like a week, just a week ago. Delpit? So I'm like, Hey, I kind of needed a safety. And I was like, Hey, I need a safety. Yeah. I needed a safety. I was like, Hey, I need a safety. And they're like, I've got Delpit. I'll take a draft pick for him. And I was, I was like, uh, Okay, and I I think I gave up like a fourth for him, and well, bam, yeah, that hurt out for the season. That's about where you would have drafted him. I mean, third, fourth yeah. round. So it's not. Yeah, but I just hate the. I don't know. I hate nothing. I, I care to give I up the you... pick. I just hate that he got hurt because I thought that was. Yeah, it should have been a good good spot for him. I thought that was good value, and then to lose him, that's kind of what sucks. This is a good trade. It's just now he's hurt and. Uh, We'll talk to Ethan about that. Uh, I think yeah. he's possibly going to yeah, be Yeah, that's what sucks. Sometimes you can't have it, though. Yeah. 
So who's the next? Ooh, sweet, our buddy Ethan. Yes, I um, believe he's with us on Friday. Now here's some good news. Here is some good news. The Cardinals signed safety Buda Baker to a four-year, $59 million extension. They locked him up. They've got their safety for the next few years. Yes. Straight cash, homie. So, uh, yeah. yeah, they've locked up their safety, their superstar safety. So, I know everybody's in happy and everybody in ID because he is a big-time producer. So, you can feel good about that. Uh, I think. I think it's a good move for them. They as something they had to do, I think. See, they beat the Chargers and the Seahawks to the punch here. Because as we we know with quarterback contracts, the first one's the best one because yep. the, the next one's just going to be more. And yeah, Derwin James and Jamal yep. Adams and both looking to get paid. Know. Now, I don't know. You know those two are sitting there with dollar signs in their eyes. <laughs> Absolutely. And Derwin James uh, will get paid. Jamal Adams, oh, I'm yeah. not sure, will be the guy that gets the highest because... And, and mm, I don't know about that now. It depends. Yeah. It depends on how much value he puts on being on a winner. He was with the Jets, so he knows okay. all about being with a loser. Okay, he's he's in Seattle now, and yes. I'm asking you because mm-hmm. you're a Seahawks fan. He's in Seattle. More likely than not, they're going to be a contender, a playoff contender, maybe a championship contender. Yeah. If he puts up the same kind of numbers or just slightly better with a winner, you think he ain't going to want to get his payday next this coming off season? He's going to want to get a payday, and I don't. I don't think. I, I think and he's going to get it. I think it just might not be with Seattle. It might not be, um, but I think if if he values, if he's buying in to the team, it depends. Um, the, the thing is, he might not try to beat Buda Baker. I know that's always a competition with the money and stuff, um, but he may not try another... to. It could be a where the contract wording and the bonuses um, are better. But the no, I mean, I know everybody wants to hear the numbers, and the numbers, you know, they they, they always go up. Um, but I'm asking you, do, do you see that being another Jadavion Clowney situation? They brought him in. I for don't a year because or whatever. They didn't okay. give up anything for Clowney. They gave up a couple depth players, a second round pick. They gave up two firsts. Yeah, but I'm still. Uh, they gave up two firsts, so they but want they, him for at least. But they view Clowney pretty high. I mean, they didn't have a pass rush. They viewed him fairly high because they needed did, somebody. Did they have a pass rush after he joined the team? I mean, that's well, why they didn't I'm not pay saying him. that. That's why they didn't pay him now, because they didn't get what they thought they were getting. Well, Clowney, you're not paying for him to be a pass rusher. You You really ain't. You're paying for him to be a run-stopping ass kicker. I mean, that's what he does. He's he's one of the few edge defensive ends. Yes, I said edge. But he's one of those guys that is rare that doesn't rush the passer as well. He is a run-stopping force, a playmaker. 
and that's what you're playing. I mean, you're, you're, what you're looking at is how many impact plays he can give you. By the way, speaking of trolling you, uh, I believe it's Sean named oh, his team, team Edge. <laughs> and you know what Jamal Adams is going to get paid and I think Seattle has the wherewithal to pay him um, but I do too I think they're going I mean they, they didn't give up two first round picks to let this guy walk I mean he seems to be all in I don't think so I mean, either no. he seems to be all in with Seattle he seems to be you know Walking the the company line, so to speak. He's he's on board with Russ. Right. He's on board with defense. Um, he's just happy to now be I'll the you hell out of the Jets. Is basically which yeah. you know I don't blame him for that. I don't either. And they did spend a lot of draft capital on him. I mean, high draft capital. So that is a lot of difference from what well, they did with Clowney. But we, I'm just we the situation. We, I'm just kind of wondering: Are they really going to want to pay him, or will they pay him? If he has just as good a season that he's always had with the Jets, and that's been one of the best yeah. safeties in, I'm not. I'm not convinced his. Are stats, they going to want to pay him what he's going to command? I'm not convinced his stats are going to be as good as they were with the Jets because, oh. I, mean, I think he'll still be a top. Oh, safety. oh my god! I just don't think his you're stats. You're going to get burned at the stake by Seattle fans. Why? If the team plays better, it doesn't matter. I don't care about his stats. I understand that, but not everybody sees it that way. Not everybody does. What he's going to bring to the the secondary is a a stabilizing force back there. Because, honestly, you ask any Seattle fan last year how they felt about the secondary, they were like, oh, God, it's god-awful. It's horrible. (laughs) And And I saw this question on Twitter, so I want to... Asky, does Jamal Adams lead your team in sacks this year? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think somebody. I hope. I, I honestly. <laughs> too sure about that. <laughs> well, I mean, if he gets nine, he could he could take it because I mean that's all it's going to take probably to lead the team in sacks. Would it take that many? I think it will. Who was your leading pass rusher last year? Javian Clowney, I think. I think, I think Jerron Reed is going to be the top guy this year. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interior pass rush, which is kind of tough. Okay. To, and then, you know, I, I think right. Dar- Taylor might be the best guy. I mean, according to Madden, he's the best defensive end on the team. Um, Honestly... And I agree with that. I think he may struggle a little bit at times this year, but he is your best pass rusher. But I could honestly see Seattle having a group. Taylor. Bruce Irvin um, could be the leader. Reed, Adams, Bruce Irvin could be in there. Uh, maybe Rashawn Green. I know he's not exactly what everybody's he, thought. But I could see a group of four or five being – yeah, but I can see a group of four or five players all having – five, six, seven sacks, and it being oh, a yeah. team effort, I could see that happening. I could definitely see that, and that's why I'm, I'm kind of hesitant to say Adams will lead the team because I think he'll get six to seven, you know, somewhere in that range. I haven't done the NFC right. West yet. Um, no, I agree with that. I'm, I'm I've seen that on Twitter, that. and I thought it was interesting because he usually gets, what, 
four or five sacks. And I thought, well, if he can get four or five sacks, that's, that's not going to lead the team. Uh, They're going to get more than that. Somebody's going to get more than that. It's going to be it, – it, it may not lead the team, but it's going to be close, I think. I think Jerron Reed can get – your team leader is going to have six stay. Jerron Reed can get ten. He's done it before. He just needs to have, have a good supporting cast around him. Um, but going back to kind yeah. of something you were talking about, um, getting paid, um, I think he's definitely going to get paid. And I, I think... Yeah, I do too. I'd gladly pay him if all if, if we gave up 1.32 for two consecutive years, you know. And that's obviously the goal when you trade for him. You're, you're going for the Super right. Bowl or bust, you know. You're basically saying it's going to be a right. late, late first round pick, two straight years. They'll they'll find a way to get back in the second round, high second round, something like that. I mean, they they always no, you can always they they move around the draft all the time, so I'm not really worried. Um, they'll get who they want, you know, maybe not high up, but they'll get they'll get somebody they want in the second third round. Um. But yeah, I mean, Adams seems to be to be gelling there. Um, it, it's funny because last week we thought we would have some other news to talk about this week, and Yannick and Gakwe uh, getting traded somewhere. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, think I guess that's I guess uh, well, it's just a matter why of time. Has it not happened yet? Like, what are what are the teams waiting Cause for? Because I, I think the Jacks, I think it's Jacksonville just wanting so much. I don't know they what they're a asking. Second round. I don't know what teams are offering, but the Jets were apparently the big player last week, uh, and apparently it was close. Now I don't know what that entailed or why they backed off or what, but man, uh, how about the Jets are horrible? I mean, Gakwe's like God. No, that'd be worse than playing here. I don't think it is. I'd go to the Jets over Jacksonville any day of the week. Not because I'm a Titans fan, because Jacksonville just freaking sucks. Have you ever spent the, the winter in New York? It would be fabulous because it's cold and it snows there. I'm pretty close to New York. It's it's miserable. Stay in Jacksonville. It's sunny. It's nice. Who gives a flying frick about Sucksonville? Jesus, see, you instigate me. This is how I get in trouble, right? You're here. asking me where I'd rather live in nice, sunny Jacksonville, in Florida. I mean, granted, Florida is a train wreck right about now, but but <laughs> you know, New York, you're basically living in New Jersey. I mean, come on. No, I get that, but I like cold weather and I love snow. I I would move north. What the north hell do you live in, in Tennessee for? Well, if I could move north, I would. Trust me, I would. It, it wouldn't uh, be in Amish country, I promise you that, but it would be north. What's wrong with Amish country? Nothing wrong with Amish country. Jesus Christ. I'll move out west where Eric is. It's nice and peaceful. Not if you're around. I'll be in my basement recording. So. Good, <laughs> I come over to your house, we'll record at your house. How's that? That'd be great. See, I'll come over to your house and I'll I'll drag my little portable cooler. Yeah. I can I can then control the the noise, the outside noise happening. And then I can sleep on your couch because I can't drive home. <laughs> you can sleep on the little futon in the basement down here, yeah. Hey, I'll sleep anywhere. I'll sleep on the floor. I don't care. <laughs> oh man. 
Anyway, we are way <laughs> off, yeah, way off track, track here. Um, Yannick Ngakwe. Um, if I'm Seattle and I've already given up two firsts for Jamal Adams, why the hell not? Give him a second. Bring in Ngakwe. There's your sack leader right there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, I if you're gonna, if you're, if you're giving right. up two firsts for Jamal Adams, you're making a run. You need an edge rusher. Go get him. Yeah, I think they're, I, mean, I, I think, think they're just playing chicken with Jadavian Clowney too, though. Uh, yeah because i mean Clowney's going to want to sign somewhere he's going to want to make money he, he's just holding out for as much as he can so who's going to pick cave first is is tennessee going to cut vic beasley and then sign Clowney? oh my oh my god i hope it, i don't care if they sign freaking a hobo off the street cut beasley's ass because he's a bum has Beasley practiced? I see he's out under on my fantasy league. No, he's team. not practiced one time. He has not practiced. And I have heard so many bad things about him. I mean, from NFL people, they had a uh, oh man, who was it? I want to say Chris Smith, but I don't, Chuck Smith. I can't remember the name. But anyway, he's a coach for Atlanta, or was a coach. He coached Beasley down there, and he's like, man, super talented guy, can rush the passer. Led the league in sacks one year, but he doesn't want to improve. He doesn't like football. He doesn't want to develop any counters. And that was his exact words. He if he would just develop a couple. like football. Yes, that's what he said. He doesn't like football. And if he would just develop a couple of counters, he would be great again. But he just doesn't want to do it. Super talented. That was his word. Super talented but he just doesn't love football. He said, I question his passion for football, and he said that's why Atlanta moved on from him. Anyways. And guess what? Our dumbasses, we signed him. Hey, we'll give you $9, $9 million. You do whatever you want to do, everybody. $9? It's a steal. $9 million. $9 million. Oh, Jesus. Man. But, yeah, I mean, and I've heard a few other people say that, you know, he's had problems with showing up for meetings in Atlanta and all this, so. Well, this would be a good time to transition to uh, the guy that was over my shoulder here. He got moved around. He's actually directly behind me. Uh, what in the hell Sean happened? In... No. Uh, what in the hell happened in Baltimore this weekend? Oh, yeah. Your your guy, Earl Thomas, uh, took a couple of crazy pills and got his ass released from the team uh, due to some off-the-field issues and fighting among his teammates, and I guess Baltimore said, that's enough, you're out. And well, what's the, coincidental the, is, you the know, Baltimore, hold on, the Baltimore uh, Leadership Council voted, basically told management, we don't <laughs> want him here. Yeah, yeah, and they cut his ass. They, they got rid of him. You're off the team. So Which, I know in Seattle that was, you know, a big... Um, there's a big contention between Seahawks fans is, you know, the team versus Earl Thomas. Right. And maybe that shines a little bit of light on the team making the, the best decision for the team. I, I think so. And, you know, the, when he they cut him last year, there was this big Dallas come get me from Earl Thomas. I'm available. Come get me. Now and Dallas is saying no. Yeah, they don't want no part of him. And they'll take anybody. I mean, they've got – 
Randy Gregory and Alden Smith and well, I don't know. That it has to do with that. I think it has to do with they don't want to disrupt their safety room, their their secondary room. Who do they have at safety that's worth a damn? Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, you said it. <laughs> oh, ha ha. Clinton Dix is you, there. You said it. Oh, um, He's okay. He really is. But who do they have other than that? They don't really have anybody. Xavier Woods. Up, up, down, down. Loser. Is he any better than Earl? I mean, is Earl Thomas any better than he is at this point in his career? I would say so. He has the experience. That's for sure. I think he's... Xavier Woods is... uh, This is his fourth year in the NFL. Well, that's where Woods would have the advantage because of the youth. I think that's where you have. I'm saying, why? Why would you? Thomas was good when he was on the field. Uh, well, he might apparently not. According to Chuck Clark, he misses coverages constantly, and that's what pissed him off to the point where he was fighting him in practice. Yeah, he's like, bro, I'll right hand you right here. Because Earl Thomas uh, <laughs> missed the coverage on the goal line, Chuck Clark chewed him out for it, and they ended up throwing but punches. And but don't but don't you think how many times has that happened? But how many times has that happened in last year that Chuck Clark's just like dude doesn't know what the hell we're doing here? He doesn't know his role in the team. Yeah, but does it is it not because he doesn't know, or is it because he's been allowed to freelance, so to speak? For the last few years, you know, allowed to take those gambles, allowed to take those chances, and you maybe now allowed those... to in Baltimore. I mean, that's maybe why they're they got rid of him because he's yeah, could be freelancing too much. He's taking it upon himself to freelance, which you know your superstar players can get away with that to a certain extent as long as you're making plays. But exactly, um, the the meme about the Titans signing him to be the lead blocker for Derrick Henry that was great. Whoever come up with that was so great because I watched that over and over, and all I could see is El Tractor Cito just pushing him down the field, man. That was yeah. so good. But I mean, it, looking at Dallas's secondary, I mean, their corners are pretty much set. I mean, their corners yeah. are right there. You got Clinton Dix and Xavier Woods. I mean, you don't have a lot of depth behind him, but you know, who did Earl Thomas say that to? Come get me. Do you remember who he said it to? Uh, no, I, I. It was somebody in the Cowboys. Or, you he know, said Cowboys it to Jason Garrett, who is no longer Very true. there. Very He's true. Very true. No longer right. there. Well, now that's interesting there. because Mike McCarthy was kind of we, we've talked about it or discussed Earl Thomas. So mm-hmm. uh, cl- clearly, they've had conversations about it. Well, I, th- I think any. I mean, when somebody gets released, you have a conversation. Should we bring this guy in? Every every team in the league has had the Antonio Brown conversation, I'm sure. Oh yeah. And most most of the time and most of the time it's it's the head coach says not a chance in hell and the the GM moves on. Because the GM is not gonna make a signing like that unless the coach signs off. And maybe the coach signed off and then Jerry and and then his son Steven, you know, they just decided he's not. See, that's the thing with with there's certain teams that I think the owner Jerry Jones, Daniel Snyder, some others. I, sometimes I think the owner has a little more pull or a little more weight on player personnel when maybe they shouldn't. 
so that's kind of where you know i kind of think it kind of made sense for dallas because we all know when jerry likes somebody he he'll go after him whether it's a good decision or bad or not because we've seen Stephen have to reportedly talk him out of Johnny Menzel, you know, a few years ago when he came out in the draft. So it's yeah, not a far-fetched idea. Well, and I think you have to think, why was he released? He was released because the team didn't want him there. The team, the players didn't want him. Right. And the, the coaches and management listened to the team. And then it came out that, you know, he missed practices constantly. He was late for, he was late for meetings. Right. Um, you know, when that stuff comes out, it's not a surprise that superstars sometimes don't always do the right thing, but kind of fall into that diva role. You know, I'm so good. I can get away with anything and it happens. We see it all the time. You yeah. know, they let me, they let me do what I want to do. Cause I'm so good freelance and whatever. But when you're on your game and you're elite and performing, you can get away with that. But when your game starts to slip, yeah, he's no longer. And you start, elite. and you start to age, and you can't get away with those things. That's, I think, that's where you get in trouble. You know, Antonio Brown, Earl Thomas. You know, it those things happen. Yeah. Uh, and, let's see here. And I mean, not to drag this on any longer, but. Uh, IDP wise, he was never really a good option for you. So, I mean, if you were rostering him and counting on him, then you need to listen to us a little bit closer because we weren't ever recommending him to be one of your starters. And and here's your nugget right here. Here's your nugget because I did have Earl Thomas on quite a few rosters. He wasn't a main starter for me, but he was a good serviceable serviceable safety three, Dan, safety four, maybe. Mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. so i had him as a good backup he's gone the guy you need to be looking at in baltimore is deshaun elliott a third year guy you need to go look for him go pick him up i look today he's almost available in every single league that i'm in and i have made roster move waiver claim auction bid yeah dirt cheap get him now i mean Look at what he's on my fantasy league. I think he was projected week one to score 14 points that week. There's news that, um, oh, help me, what's the coach? Harbaugh has said that he thinks he can be a very good starter. Uh, I mean, well, here's the deal. If he could not do it, they would not have cut Earl Thomas. That's exactly right. Because they some cut high him. praise for Elliott when he come out, too. I think he just... He just took him a little while because he's a rookie. Like most rookies, it takes him a little bit. So, you know, he's heading into year three. They cut Thomas. The opportunity's there. Now's the time to pounce. You can get him dirt cheap. Where did Sean Elliott play uh, football? Oh, shoot. Oh. Uh, DBU, Texas. Yes, yes. Yes, he did. So he takes over. It was right on my tip of my brain. I couldn't get it out. (laughs) He takes over for another Texas man. Um, it's just kind of funny that it's it's that it's Earl Thomas that caused all this trouble. When Marcus Peters is lined up on the outside. I know, right? And he was making a bunch of noise last year. So Marcus Pe- Peters is one of the more talented cornerbacks in the league though. He is. I'm he really just, is. I'm just I'm just Say saying, what you want. I'm just saying he kind of wore out his welcome in the in LA 
so it's kind of funny. Oh yeah. Um, yeah now yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, Deshaun Elliott's probably going to start, but Anthony Levine and Geno Stone have to kind of mm-hmm. be on your mind as well as depth plays. Um, if one of these guys gets hurt, it's going to be one of those guys, I think. They have Jordan Richards or something, too, whoever he is. And here, here's you um, another one. Don't be surprised that they don't take a look at Tony Jefferson, free agent, who has plenty of experience in Baltimore. Well, yeah, they, they mentioned that on Sunday. Um some of the tweets that were going around were mentioning Jefferson might um, come back. Right. But, I mean, here here's the thing, though. Um, you have Marlon Humphrey and you have Marcus Peters and Tavon Young as your corners. You also have a, a, a vet Jimmy Smith. Couldn't he slide in and play some safety? You see a lot of these corners later on in their careers move into the safety role because, I mean, Smith's been a pretty solid tackler his entire career. I mean, I think if they had to, they could or would. Uh, I'm just saying, looking at the options that they have, I think Jefferson's an option. But if if they get an injury, I think they're going to bring somebody in. Yeah. And you got players like Antoine Bethea, who's still out there. I mean, Eric Berry, I know he's injury riddled, but if they get in a pinch, there's players out there that they could possibly look at. Yeah, there there are guys available. All right, any other big stories this uh, week? I think we hit most well, of the big stories. Yeah, just a couple here. Uh, the Saints released Nigel Bradham, linebacker. He was there for 24 days. Just yeah. didn't seem like a fit. Uh, I guess they got the young guys, and plus they got Demario Davis. So I don't know if anybody was really on his bandwagon. It was a good signing depth piece for him at the time, but I guess it's not well, working out. They have a lot of pieces there, so maybe yeah. they did him a favor and said, here, we'll cut you early so you can go try to Sign match somewhere on somewhere. Else, yeah. I mean, it could have been a favor because, honestly, yeah, he, he, I mean, Anzalone, Alonzo, Demario Davis, Zach Bond, Craig Robertson, Anthony Ciccolo, Joe Bacci was a draft pick, and they had Brad on Ciccolo. there. Like, that makes like, me think of Chicklets when you say Ciccolo. I'm saying he was, he, he's, a, he's a vet linebacker that probably right. is a solid backup um special teams guy you know they had the depth there so i mean some of these guys might have been banged up um early in camp maybe they're coming back i mean talk about another team that's loaded up to make a run hey I mean, maybe they were just saying let's take a peek here at, at this guy let's see if you know we can make a run with uh some vets but I think they found out quickly that the vets they had were, were in better shape than Bradham. Right. And one more piece of news um, that kind of ties into everything here. Todd Davis is out for two to three weeks with a calf injury. It's the same calf injury that cost him two or three games last year. Uh, also, their rookie that they drafted, Justin Stranod, is out for the season with a broken wrist. Uh, so with those, I, you know, I know the rookie's not a real big piece for him, but he was turning some heads. But with Davis out, maybe he gets injured again. It lingers. Who knows? Huge news for A.J. Johnson because he's going to be the starter. He, and he was the starter anyway, but that's big news for him. But maybe our guy, Josie Jewell, gets another look. I think maybe this could be his last chance. Maybe it'll click for him. Worth a shot. He's out there in a lot of leagues if you need some help. So, 
and, and that's what you got to do in IDP. When these injuries happen, you kind of got to look at who's the next man up or who has had some experience. Jewel started a few games, has the experience in the system. So, you know, if Davis was to miss more time or linger on, then it could be A.J. Johnson and Josie Jewel there at linebacker. Yeah, I mean, this one was uh, was one hit after another for Denver. I mean, you have, because yeah. we were all, uh, a lot of us were saying, oh, Strad will get some playing time now. I mean, Jewel was, was going to be the backup, but right. um, I think Denver found out that Jewel isn't what they thought they were getting. And, yeah, um, and maybe it'll click for him this year. Maybe year three or two, whatever it is for him, maybe it clicks for him. Sometimes players need just a little longer, but... They got nobody we'll behind them, and maybe. Oh God, no! I mean, they got nobody. Behind AJ Johnson's the guy you want. He is going to eat up some tackles. <laughs> He's going to be everywhere. Yeah, or Alexander, I'm, uh, Alexander Hamilton. Who? This joke. Jesus. Have you have you seen Hamilton? You don't strike no. me as a Hamilton watcher you're exactly see you're provoking me again i will just say no and walk away from this before i say something i shouldn't uh, you should watch it. it's yeah. good i will i'll do that right now i will stop this podcast and right, watch it right now jesus and that's it for the news and notes that's about it for our show that's all we really got we had some mm-hmm. some situations to dive into uh, we have our Patreon episode to come up here. Uh, yes! We'll get That's where I shine, baby. Patreon. Um, so next week, so we have some homework for the listeners. Number one. All right. Uh, in season, do you want us to look back or do you want us to look forward? I have a feeling we're probably going to get a 50-50 split. Where you set a poll. No, no, no. Uh, we had a listener question. I want to get it before I told him we'd get it on real quick. I thought you uh, already said one. We have another one? Is it a patron or is it a, a, a... No, this was just a regular listener question. Just a regular listener. Well, if they step up and, and join Patreon, they can be a special Patreon listener. Yes, they could. Our special Patreons, we really take care of those guys because we love those guys. They're better than our regular listeners. <laughs> it's true. They are better. You know this. Yes. I would agree. Okay, hang on. I'm about to get here. So... Where did it go? Hang on. Talk among yourselves here for a minute. Oh, here know. it is. It's great radio. Um, I'll tell you that. Sorry, I, it took me a minute to find it here. Our buddy Tyler underscore FF, he wants to know who are some late-round players you have confidence in that will perform in the top 24 at their position. What do we mean by late-round? Like, I'm guessing rookie drafts are over, so we're talking about late-round pre-draft leagues at this point. Yeah, I was – maybe. I mean, he's – he said who will perform in the top 24 at their position, so I guess you have to look at who's finished outside of there. So we got to look at some ADP. Maybe, yeah. That's what you're telling me. Or, or you could go to our listener league. Let me click over here on it real quick while you're doing that. And by the way, while we're uh, we're trying to figure this out here, when you uh, 
win your league this year on myfantasyleague.com, and if you've been listening to us, you should win your league. Be sure that you uh, crown that win with a uh, trophy, a plaque, a ring, or a championship belt from our buddies over at Trophy Snack, uh, Trophy Smack. If you'll go to my Twitter page, I have a pinned tweet there. You can log in there, uh, use that code there or that link, and uh, help us out as they are a sponsor of us. So they've got all kinds of new things for winners. They've even got things for the losers of your league. Uh, like I said, rings, plaques, trophies, and the championship belts. I've saw two of their championship belts on online, and those things are awesome. Uh, really nice quality stuff, so go check them out. Uh, like I said, it's on. It's pinned to my Twitter feed. You can check it out, Trophy Smack, and uh, hopefully you'll win your My Fantasy League this year. All right, so looking at some ADP, uh, Carl Joseph is currently being drafted as DB26. I think he's a shoe-in for top 15. Um, Von Bell is being drafted at DB23. I think he takes Sean Williams' place, uh, which is DB16. So, and, and Jesse Bates is DB15 on average uh, ADP-wise. I think those guys jump into there. I mean, Keanu Deal is getting drafted pretty high. So I think he drops out of there, uh, and those guys take his place. Um, looking at defensive line, uh, I think Trey Flowers was his ADPs around defensive lineman twenty five. I think he outperforms that by a bunch because he's oh, yeah. he's not a sexy player. <laughs> you know, when you're, <laughs> when you're drafting and you're you're taking a look at your defensive ends, he's not a guy that you just say, "Oh man, I gotta grab him." You're like, I guess I'll take him. And he's steady. He's got a steady floor, and he's not very exciting. Dante Fowler, defensive line 28, is going to smash that ADP. Oh, yeah. He's going to be be easy 12 12 sacks this year. Yep. That's my prediction. And I'm looking at our listener league scoring based on our scoring from last year for that. Our listener league, too. Two defensive ends that I would look at that, you know, they're outside the top 24 in scoring. Uh, one is, um, well, actually, there's three of them I would look at. Um, one of them is Derek Barnett. I think just him being healthy and playing every game, he easily gets into the top 24. Is he healthy? I um, thought he was out week to week. He's week to week, but there's still yeah. time before the season. So we'll, I'm <laughs> not, just saying a, a healthy Barnett, it happens. If. Um, Kalan Farrell I know he was outplayed by uh, Max Crosby last year but I think he could sneak in and then here's one for you Brian Burns down in Carolina I think he's really a good chance to to crack that top 24 I mean he finished 42nd last year in scoring kind of a part time role situational pass rusher but he's going to be a starter down there this year another year in the league I think he has a really good chance to get in the top 24 among defensive ends. I'm not sure if this ADP is exactly on point, but TJ Watts listed as linebacker 23, which almost makes me think people are just missing him when they're drafting. We do these on sleeper. I'm looking at our listener league. But yeah, Yeah, there's no way he slipped that far. So I think it has to do with uh, sleeper ADP. Well, I don't know. Messing us up. I mean, in our listener league too, based on our scoring for that league last year, he would have scored... 
234 points, which would have put him 19th. 19th linebacker? 19th linebacker, yes. I don't know. Seems low. Uh, You're looking for a linebacker? Yeah, it does seem low. I'm with you. But right here's two that I think... Could, well, we're all we're looking at ADP too. So, well, I'm looking at based on our scoring from our listener league too. That's kind of where I'm looking at. So, uh, Rashawn Evans finished 27th, Deion Jones 28th, and Devin White 31st. I could easily see all three of them getting in the top 24 this year at linebacker. Well, the thing is, Devin White's being drafted as LB 13. So, I mean, he is not being disrespected. Right. Uh, where is Rashawn Evans being drafted? Rashawn Evans, he's not on this page. He's on the next page, I think. Rashawn Evans is being he's he's linebacker thirty seven, so I think. Yeah, so he finished twenty um, seventh in scoring, so I could I could see him getting up there. Yeah, I hate to say that. Well, Anthony Walker, LB thirty nine. I mean, he all he does is produce. Oh. Hang on, Walker, where did he finish? See, he finished seventeenth in our listener league scoring, yeah. so So you can get a, a Yeah, that's very a good value good there. Value on him. Danny Trevathan. Ooh, I just he, seen he missed name. a bunch of games but last year, so that's why he's a little low. Nick Kwiatkowski. Yep. yep. Um right here's one we just mentioned, AJ Johnson. 41st in scoring last year in our listener league. So yeah, I think he was he was third in the 30s for yeah. So I think he could finish up there. Um, and of course, if somebody's moving up, that means somebody has to move back. Um, Quan Alexander's being drafted really low, I guess, because we we keep pushing that Trey Greenlaw is better than he is, but. Um, well, I'm gonna look right here. That's a good thing you mentioned that. Uh, he missed where time did I last just year see that? Too, okay. He was LB 36 in ADP. Okay, Greenlaw finished 47th last year in the listener league. Splitting time. Yep, and I'm trying to find Alexander split time too. So yeah, I'm trying to find Alexander here. Greenlaw. Ew. Where did he go? Ooh, is that possible? He missed a lot of time, so yes, it's very possible. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah, he's not in the top 50, so. Greenlaw basically uh, played Dynasty. his role all his season. So. I think Dynasty, I take Greenlaw. Dynasty, yes. Redraft, Redraft I'm it's, taking. It's, it's Alexander yeah. this year, at least for Absolutely. After this year, not, not a... Not a uh, it's not even close. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Thing is, you got to look at his contract. When can they safely get rid of him? True. Very Without true. Killing their cap. So, well, that about do it for this show. We are going to move over to Patreon, and uh, we gave you uh, quite a few sleepers to go at. Uh, if you're, I mean, pretty much dra- redraft leagues are probably all that's going on right now, which means you're probably knocking them out in one night. A little late to try to start a slow draft, I think. So <laughs> yeah, you might be up against the wall there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, that'll about do it for us here. Uh, music's playing, Daryl. Since I can't hear it. Yeah, I can't hear it. So we'll go over here and talk to our favorite people that we like. Yes. Ooh, Lucas Gelato has a no hitter through seven innings. 
gelato. I like gelato. Yep. Good night now. Jesus Christ, I knew that was coming. 